from MZ Studios in Dallas, Texas, you're listening to the Tennis Revolution Podcast. That is the dopest intro music of any tennis podcast out there. I don't know about the rest of it. I don't know about the co-host. I don't know about <laughs> other things. But every time I hear that, and I'm like, you know what? That's the shit. Motivates you. It's better than every other podcast intro by far. It's the best of any tennis podcast I've heard. Yeah, but you don't listen to this one, much less <laughs> any other. That was a very, a very obvious setup for you. <laughs> Yeah, but it it started out. I was going to tell a joke, but then I just got it deflated all quick because it's true and it depresses me <laughs> that you don't even listen to this one. <laughs> I hear it live. I say that every time. <laughs> That's a good point. You live it. You live it. I thought you were going to open by saying we once again have a new greatest of all time. It's amazing. Well, you stole that bit of thunder, <laughs> sir. Uh, can we work our way in? Show's over. Get yeah. All right. Out. Thanks for. Um. We do. We do. But is it really a new greatest ever? (laughs) Is it? Um, All right. So first of all, let's correct the record because we're not afraid to admit admit when we're wrong. First of all, welcome to the Tennis Religious Podcast. That's right. (laughs) The the podcast, tennis podcast with the dopest, yes, I'm from the 90s, (laughs) dopest intro out of of any podcast. And I dare any podcast to, to challenge me on that. Uh, yeah. What now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Greatest ever. No, no, no. So, correct the record. We're never wrong, but we recorded last week, and we were talking about our glimmer of hope for a youngster right? until we learned the truth. <laughs> so, before, after we recorded, but before since he started, Nadal pulls out. So, I obviously- I think we were literally driving home, and you texted me, or somebody yep, did. I did. I did. I did. <laughs> Uh, while I was at a stoplight, of course, because I would never <laughs> text and drive, nor do I endorse it. Right. Um, yeah, so Nadal pulls out, and I literally was like, shit, because we were done recording. It was like, right. we just gave Seats of Pass a little bit of credit for his uh, you know, for his uh, second set, and then we figured, you know, I was like, oh, that's why, because Nadal was hurting. Yeah, it reminded me of when we hyped up that Serena and Sharapova Wimbledon match, and then we were leaving, <laughs> it leaving didn't that happen. day, and it was it got oh, uh, canceled. Oh, what a disaster. We need to stop talking on, <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> Shit. Um, so, yeah. So, there you have it. Cesar Pass is uh Or is it because Tsitsipas is so amazing. He pushed him. He pushed him, and yeah. he couldn't play the next day. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I doubt it. Yeah. Um, one other thing. So, yeah. So, Cincinnati's over. We are hot off the presses here, which by the time you hear this, it won't make a damn bit of difference because <laughs> uh, it'll be Monday. Um, but, yeah, we just literally watched the end of the men's final. Better's career. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Usually you are not funny, but that was that was solid. That was really good. <laughs> It, it it looked like that. It looked like someone who was on their last legs. Like a running back? Because running backs fall off a cliff. They do. Like, they hit 30, and most of them, it's not, oh, he only had 900 yards this season instead of 1,000. Nope, it's <laughs> all the way down. Well, have you watched that any of that all or nothing about the Cowboys? From I know you love the Cowboys a lot, but from last year? No. 
And so they have they had Alfred Morris and doesn't ring a bell. Darren McFadden as their two backups. Okay. And at some point the running back coach is like, "Come on, you guys were you just had 1400 yards 2 years ago." And it's like, and then he said that and you're like, "Really?" Yeah, <laughs> that's... that recently they were good and now they're awful. Like McFadden gets cut cuz he's like the fifth best running back on the team and he had like 1400 yards 2 years ago. Wow. So it's like it is amazing how quickly those guys just completely disappear. This would be a much better po- tennis podcast if I didn't hate the Cowboys so much <laughs> that I don't give a shit about anything you just said. You would actually go watch it, maybe. Oh, my God. No, but, you know, who knows? I mean, it's it's completely unpredictable in my, in my mind because as you approach that 40 mark, everybody, everybody get deteriorates physically from the time they hit whatever their peak is. I don't right. know what the peak is, like, biologically. 18, maybe, whatever. <laughs> And it used to be that in tennis. Now it seems to be 28. No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about as a human species. Yeah. I'm talking about biology. So, right. you know, now it's 20 years later, almost. Wait, is Federer 39? I think he's 38. 38. Which I think is about technically middle age. I think the life expectancy is 76 <laughs> or something like that. For men, of course. Women yeah. live forever. <laughs> Um, but, uh, so, all right. So physically his, his, you know, um, biological peak or whatever would have been, you know, 20 years ago, right? 20 (laughs) years ago. It's ridiculous. And so he's 37. So he just turned 37. So you're a year off. You suck. (laughs) And I should know because we have the same birthday. Oh, but, uh, but yes, he and the same forehand. <laughs> oh yeah, now not not anything. <laughs> That's so, an insult now, right? So, we, uh, you know, when is when is you know anyone when are any one of these big four gonna gonna stumble? And obviously, Murray's stumbles right now are not because of AIDS. They're just you know pounding on courts all his right. life and just whatever. But we're looking at him and thinking, okay. These two old guys in particular, Nadal Fetter, any time now, any time now. And we've been saying that right. for four years now, five years now, <laughs> yeah, any time now. For Fetter especially. Maybe at some point, any time's happening soon. Because, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, well, I think it, the first sign is that they, because even when Fetter wasn't playing well, but he was, we thought he was aging, he was still playing pretty much all the tournaments. Right. I think the first sign is when he started dropping tournaments off his schedule, that tells you that he knows he's fading. Yeah, he would he would kind of take out a couple of smaller tournaments like right. the French Open and um, <laughs> sit out the entire not familiar with that tournament. clay court season. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, I think he's going to play. I think he's committed to Wimbledon through 2050 uh, for the singles draw. So uh, what's the, he's, he holds the record. Um, so now I guess 48 total Wimbledons. <laughs> well, no. And, and, and guess what? That's not happening because Novak is the greatest ever. How can I don't care about Grand Slams. Right. I don't care. Because, all right, so, all right, so first of all, Novak beat Federer today in Cincy in the finals. And just as you would expect, it was a 7-6-6-7-7-6 knockdown dragout, right? (laughs) Right? Not quite. Wait a minute. Because I just heard Federer talking about there should be best three out of five in the finals of Masters. Oh, really? I didn't hear that. Oh, yeah. So he's he, saying that now that he's about to retire. Well, now he wants that. Yeah, well, and he knows it's not going to happen. I'm so, I'm so glad that wasn't. And I, I was excited about that match, but I'm so glad it wasn't three out of four. No, that would have been brutal. So, 
Yeah. So anyway, so it was six four six four, which on paper it's like, oh, cool, but it was a shit show. Yeah. The second set was just once the break happened, it was just like, okay, let's just maintain and I'll turn it on when I need to and close it out. Right. And to be fair, the wind. We'll talk about. Do we? We always talk about the men first. Damn it, we did it again. Save the best for last. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, anywho, so yeah, it was not a seven six six seven seven six affair at all, and uh, and the play wasn't good. No, um, and you know, with Novak, you can still sort of give him a little slack because he's still technically in the comeback process. I would say, right, which sounds odd because he won a Grand Slam. Yeah, but. He won a Grand Slam, then he played another tournament, then he played another, then he played, a, you know, so it's not even, it's not even about, oh, is he okay now? Is right. he physically all right? No, no, no. It's also like Serena. I mean, shit, haven't heard a lot about that seating argument, have we, <laughs> anymore? Um, hello? I wish I, had a, wish I had a button. I know I could get a button, but yeah. I, where you hit the crickets, you know? Right. I haven't heard that argument lately. But anyway, that I digress. <laughs> so, you know, so you don't know, because, yeah, he came back with a, you know, a flash, and then how is the, you know, the stamina going to hold off? And right. I don't mean it within one match. I mean throughout multiple tournaments in a row. Well, I guess it's just fine. <laughs> when someone sent me a text that I know you would have laughed at like I did, and she said, I'm really excited to watch this match because I want to see how they uh, how their strategies change throughout the match. And I said, they don't. I said, Federer's been playing the same way for the last five years. And she said, well, what do you think would have been different if he just decided to play defensive mode? I said, he would have lost much worse because he knows he can't play that. Well, he's a that younger way. man. Right. I mean, he's playing a younger man. Right. Um, yeah, I agree. But I just think that they both play the way they play, and they know that if they're on that day, it's probably going to work, and if they're not, against each other at least, it's probably not going to work. Right. Federer was off the whole tournament, and it worked until the finals. Well, and before, by the way, let's not get crazy here. Before this match, Novak was up one match in their head-to-head right it was 23 to 22 yeah so a lot of people thought Federer's gonna be really motivated as if the finals of masters uh, <laughs> is not motivating enough don't you love stuff like that yeah tw- yeah tie- tying the overall record 23 and 23 i don't think was his first priority <laughs> but um, Djokovic was incredibly motivated because he never won this tournament before as i'm sure every right. other masters final he just is casual but this one he's serious and he's completed the cycle right so he's got them all which no one else currently has done in that this iteration of them. Uh, what about Sally Smith in <laughs> 1927? <laughs> Thank you, Andy Murray. <laughs> the Whoa. first, the first man to ever uh, do there the, the Masters. Uh, Is this a men's segment or the women's? I can't remember. <laughs> They're interchangeable. It's the same sport. Yeah. Hey, the UTR is trying to put everybody together, so why not right. us? <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, so again. Anybody that's, and I said this about Nadal, but now I've got to change it. I made the argument that if you're a Fed fan and you are adamant that Federer is the best ever, then actually you're making a case for Novak Djokovic being the greatest ever because he's better than your guy. Right. He's better. Not because he's got more tournaments where they didn't play in the same half, but he's beating him head to effing, I almost <laughs> said it, head. <laughs> One head-to-head's one thing. Right. If you if you play out a season and you just played somebody once and some other results, but you, you know, whatever. But when the score, when the number of matches you, you played is approaching 50. Right. And you're two above 500 on them, you're better. Well, and, and people always say, why do we talk about this? But I, I talk to people, and this is what they're always talking about, 
And so this morning I had a lesson and the guy said, well, if, you know, Djokovic got a lot of those wins when Federer was already aging. But Federer got a lot of those wins when Djokovic was 17 and 18 well, that's, you know and 19. What? You're brilliant. You're brilliant only because <laughs> you had the same idea I did. I was thinking the same thing, that they did have a period where their peaks overlapped. Right. And on the front end, Djokovic was a youngster. And now on the back end, Federer's not a youngster. Yeah. But they did have a good point of time where they were both at their peak. Right. And and so I... Well, like you've even said about when Federer beat Sampras, Sampras was on the way out, and you know, Federer was pretty close to his, uh, you know, his best age for tennis. He was 21 or 22 or 23. Right. And But the fact... Still had a ponytail. That helped. <laughs> and the fact that it was that close proves something... Right. And I'm sure when Djokovic played Federer when he was 17, 18, 19, it was still, you know, 6 4, 6 4 or similar. Right. So I do think the scores matter. But like you said, when the sample size is that great, it means something. And I think Djokovic is going to end up being seven or eight ahead of Federer when, the, when they're Ooh. both done. Ooh. And, and wow. very similar in Grand Slams. Well, I mean, I guess you look at it this way. Every tournament that Federer is going to play Novak will be in it right won't be the case in the reverse obviously because you know Federer plays whatever the hell schedule he <laughs> wants and still stays number one close you know top <laughs> top two right um this may be this may be a situation that pushes him to retire yeah I think all these guys coming back no no, no not just coming back but coming back and kicking his ass. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, I think that he's obviously in the last six months gone downhill. I don't think anybody could disagree with that. And all these guys he's seen coming back are all going uphill. That has to be demoralizing. Right. If if he ends up within the next six months, year, ends up at like, there's no way he could be seven because all these kids suck. <laughs> these kids suck. <laughs> If he ends up being four or five, no, that's not true. He could be seven because Chilich yeah. is still younger. Chilich right. could still, you know, and Delpo, who, who's you know broke down half the time, but whatever. Um, you know, so those type of guys. And Wawrinka seems to be a bit hit or miss, but right. on the way back, he totally. looked he looked good in a lot of spots. He did. Um, you know, he I guess he could be seven or eight without the next gen. Right. Um, so if, if he's sitting there at seven. And realizes he's got to get past three of the set of the six people ahead of him right. to win a Grand Slam. He's like, "Nah, that's not going to happen. I'm out." Yeah, I can still see him beating anybody in a match, but if he had to play Nadal or Djokovic in the quarters, and then beat you know right. Del Potro and then you know the other of the two, Nadal or Djokovic, I don't see any way he could do that. Right, I agree because he would have to go four or five sets in at least one or two of those matches to get to the final. Wow. Ding dong, the king is dead. <laughs> wow. But, but it is just one tournament, so. I know, but good God almighty. But I'm just seeing, you're starting to see those little, like he had to play twice in a day, right, uh, during this tournament because of rain. Right. And that kind of that kind of situation was very telling on just his, his level. Yeah. And if you have something like that, something like that happens in the open all the time. Oh, you play, you know, match, it doesn't finish or whatever. They got the roof now, I guess. But, but still, weird things happen on the schedule and... Yeah. It will mess you up. Well, and and this is not grass, so I don't know how fast the U.S. Open plays, but, uh, you know, not not as many free points by, you know, a decent amount right. compared to grass, so he's going to have a whole nother 
you know, set of issues. He's going to have to play a lot more points, a lot longer points than he than he does on grass. So, and he obviously didn't win Wimbledon. So, well, in the last two of the Grand Slams, he and Nadal have had dream draws. I think now with everybody back, that can't happen There's, mathematically. Yeah, he's got to have somebody in his draw that in the first four matches that's really good. Yeah, yeah. I uh, and again, I think we're pretty good about not panicking. Right on this podcast, I don't think we, you know, lo- you know, lose our minds because of one result. But the feeling of of Nadal and Federer at some point, for the love of God, please start falling apart a bit. You're almost forty, right? And like you've always said, the greatest point you've ever made on this podcast. Nobody, nobody is better <laughs> between you know physically right. by forty years old. Yeah. So uh, you know maybe we are looking at looking at the beginning of the end well and even vegas you know who we always trust for all the odds and predictions they have uh jokovic is a clear favorite to win the open and they have nadal and Federer tied at two Mm. um and and they'll adjust him as the tournament goes on obviously but i think they've seen enough from jokovic to realize that he's back to where he left off close enough at least well and then andy who knows the hell's going on with him I know they've got him. They've got him like the fifth or sixth favorite, but that's, that's a lot of that's name recognition. Well, I think they also understand one important fact: this is the weakest hair in the history of men's <laughs> tennis. I think they know that. I think they know. Except they have Zverev at fourth, and I don't understand that. But they feel like he's ranked, so they got to put him there, I guess. Well, remember, Vegas's job is not to get it right. right. Vegas's job is to predict what we think. Yeah, to get squeeze money out of our pockets not mine sir <laughs> i cannot buy prohibited from betting on uh ncaa sponsored sports i will be there in october for the first time and there'll be no tennis going on <laughs> so no no bets to place oh in vegas yeah you can bet on the masters i get the year-end masters oh yeah the championship yeah i would imagine they'd have it because i think they have grand slams and i mean i guess some sports books probably would have everything but right even here i mean even in vegas they don't care that much about no tennis. they don't They'll do the Grand Slams. That's about it, I think. And then maybe the year end, probably. Right. That's a big event. Maybe the Labor Cup. <laughs> Don't remind me because it's supposed to be there. <laughs> $1,000 for and a now, nosebleed. But now Nadal is out, so I'm feeling better about that missing that. There you go. He dropped out to play this last year of Davis Cup. Oh, Davis Cup. You dirty dogs. <laughs> you dirty dogs. The vote is passed. The change is a coming. The change is a coming. What do you think about it? Now that it's here, we speculated, <laughs> but now it's here. So I want to be happy about it, but there's so many just weird variables that I don't understand. That I, like, as a person who's run tournaments, I just certain things don't make sense to me why they do events a certain way, and this is one of them so far. What do you mean? Just the fact there's 18 teams. I'm like that doesn't make sense for a tennis event. You have right. 16, even 24, you could do, but 18 makes no sense. You've got three. Fl- you got flights of three. Makes no sense. Um, and then they got the four, the two wild cards, and the four from last year get in this year. The next year automatically is. I just think there's way too many stipulations. Just make it the top sixteen teams, like always. Yeah, and like World Cup or any other normal format. Right. Skip the group stage because they do that already. Right. Yeah. All throughout the world, just yeah. like normal. Right. And then put the sixteen in. And, and 16, 8, 4, and then you could do that in eight days. It would be perfect. And you know what? You get to three matches, and if it's the first three, you shut it down. Right. You don't play the other matches. Yeah, yeah exactly. 
So yeah, I just don't understand. I think they're it's set up to be not equitable when you've got three a flight of three because you have somebody's got to play two days in a row and somebody that doesn't. And maybe they'll do off days in between. But from what I hear, they're getting the entire tournament done with eighteen teams in seven days. So I'm not really sure. That doesn't seem. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Good. I do like the fact that you can't load up with one player and dominate, which you kind of could in the old format. If you had Nadal, you could put him in both singles and a doubles and win your three lines and you're done. Right. Yeah. So I do like that. You have to have a little bit of depth. But yeah, it's one well, out of that. I guess if it's home and away, you're going to be traveling like crazy in that one week. <laughs> well, if oh, so it's, so what are they doing? Not at one venue? No, they're keeping it still with the home I and see. away. Oh, Jesus. That's stupid. Yeah. Unless that's just in the qualifying stage. That's what I mean. I can't. I'll have to see it for a year to figure out all the nuances. And I think they don't even know necessarily. Well, here's the thing. I don't care what anybody said. All these players are bitching about it. I don't care what they're saying. Right. Because you don't play the damn thing anyway, so shut your face. <laughs> right. Shut your dumb face. You're not there. No. So I don't care. So if it turns out, and nobody knows, and guess what we can also do? We can go back. Right. It happens. Yeah. You can change it again. But here's the thing. There is no such thing as purity here because this format was not always this format anyway right there was you the, the 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 it was like the old u.s opens and stuff where the the last year's champion just waited to play this year's champion yeah. <laughs> they used to do that in davis cup that was a thing well, yeah and they're not still using wooden rackets and white balls and well you that's know, cat gut no 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 that's fine but i i just mean the sanctity of the format right. shut up it, it this hasn't been the format since 1801 all right right it, it it's changed and hell at first it was only supposed to be a competition between the uk and america and then we added a bunch of other white people <laughs> australia and right. new zealand australasia which was <laughs> they wanted two countries of white people together right as one <laughs> well none of them and none of them want to play three out of five anyway so they don't want to keep that part of the format is yep. it not three out of five i thought it was two out of three now no oh it is still three out of five i don't know it should it should be two three out of five yeah, and then they'll have a day off in between. I go so back and forth with two out of three and three out of five. I, I still think three out of five for Grand Slam should be the case. Because just think, how many tournaments, how many more Grand Slams until he's 50 would Federer win if it was two out of three? <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, I, they, exactly. That's the problem. Um, but anyway, sorry, Davis Cup. So, yeah, I hope it's not two out of three. I don't know. I haven't done any, any research as per usual. You're getting out of your phone, so everybody <laughs> thinks you did research, but I just sold you out. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I had been told it was two out of three. Well, I first of all, I like the fact that they're changing because it wasn't working. It was it was limping along. The rate now, not that America matters the most to anybody else in the world, but us. But let's face it, we matter the most. <laughs> I'm sure that the ratings were garbage except at the little wherever the stadium was that we were hosting if we had a home match that would have been full but as you've always said we never know when it is nobody ever knows no. when davis cup is but yes yeah, so like my immaculate research always said it's two out of three sets now well so they're going to take 12 or they're going to take 18 the final 18 teams get into six groups of three which again make, doesn't make sense for tennis at all to have to have six groups of three is foolish and then you play 
two singles matches and a doubles match, all best of three sets. And the winners all advance. That's six winners. Well, then they take the two teams with the best records that didn't win, which, again, doesn't make any sense. So you're going to have a team that could lose that still wins the whole tournament as opposed to just having eight groups. So here's a problem. They made 57 changes that were unnecessary right. for one change that, that should have been the case. I wanted Davis Cup to stay exactly the same way, but instead of spreading out it out over the entirety of the, the year, you crunched it into two weeks. Right. That's it. That's the only change I wanted to make, but now they're adding all this other garbage on top of it. So, yes, Davis Cup is ruined. And it says that the last paragraph, this is an ESPN story, and it says critics of the new plan say it involves too much change the fundamental elements of an event that has been around for more than a century. I agree with that because we didn't want fundamental change. We wanted it to be just the the All we wanted time. was a schedule change. Right. Instead of being year-round and taking five years, you know, million, you know, nobody knew what it was, taking five years to play, one, and then you're right back at it the next day. It's like, oh, round one? Oh, we just won. Congratulations. We're off to play the first round again. <laughs> um so yeah, so all, that's all I cared about is making it more World Cuppy, right? But they didn't change the fact that you kick a ball into a goal in World Cup. They just do it all at the same time. Yeah. Oh my God. So now <laughs> the problem is this is going to fail horrifically, and they're going to say, "See, it should be exactly like it was before." Instead <laughs> of making the one change that I think would have made a difference, right? Damn it, tennis people are not at the front of this. <laughs> no. The jackass that's doing it is some soccer. Right. Some soccer dude who's got a ton of money or don't, uh, something. Oh, that whole story is all about how we want, they want to make it more like World Cup. But again, World Cup, World Cup has groups of four, not three. They don't let you... They do take a top two from each group, but that'd be fine, from that, be fine with that too. But now they're picking you know, somebody... They're going to pick the person who's won, lost the fewest games or something. Like, none of that matters. I hate formats like that. Yeah. It's, it's silly. It's all just dumb. Um, it, it's sitting around in a boardroom thinking of different things and adding pieces to it because... Because a little problem comes up, and you say, "Well, okay, well, all right. Well, what if we said whoever won the most games? Right? Yeah, that would that would fix that little problem <laughs> that nobody really cared about right. anyway." Well, but let's, well, well here's what the, why they're doing that. I can tell you, it's well, what if what if Federer somehow loses the first day, and then nobody's going to watch the tournament because he lost. Well, maybe if he loses, but he wins a certain number of games, and they can still advance. Oh God! You yeah, know, exactly. It's, like, it's, yeah. it's garbage. Right? Though they lost, they're eliminated. Sorry, you know when when. The Steelers or the Patriots lose first round of the playoffs. They don't get to get back in because they scored more points than everybody else who lost. Well, like, except for the tuck goes. rule. I mean, I <laughs> I think that's the Davis Cup of football. Gotta hate the Patriots so much. Oh, gotta hate them. Worse, worse than the Cowboys. That wasn't probably. against the Steelers, at least. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> You'd still be talking about but that. But it started the dynasty, which ruined, you know. Yeah. Basically, they're the Federer and the doll of the NFL, and the Steelers are like the Andy Murray. Yeah. <laughs> Because they kept blocking us for all these Super Bowls, right? Yeah, and the the uh, they make they can make the Super Bowl maybe, but not uh, not win it. Oh, what but, you yeah, do? it's I I like it's like I want to be excited about it, like you said, and maybe it goes off without a hitch, and it's really easy to follow, and no chance, no <laughs> chance. It, I I fell asleep while you were talking about it. Well, There's I can so tell you much. why it's not gonna be easy to follow when you got a match that's at three a.m. in Croatia, and you got a match at seven p.m. in America, and yeah, it's all the same day, but it's 15 hours apart. I'm not going to know what channel right. or what what right. website or where I can yeah, watch any it, of these matches. So here's what I envisioned. I envisioned day one of Davis Cup, of the 10-day, two-week, 10-day, whatever it was, right. um, 
in November at one site in one country. Yeah. Or two, split, you know, take one half yeah. of the draw to, there you, go. you know, one hemisphere and the other one to the other hemisphere, right. whatever. The two finalists. As long as they're year. both in Texas. Um, <laughs> the two finalists from last year get to host it next year. Or whatever. Yeah. So do that, but have it the same format, three out of five, same exact format. And day one is going to be like March Madness is here, the, right. the NCAA March Madness, where the first day, the first couple of days, it's like all the first round matches. There's like five channels exactly. going. They're all offset by like 30 minutes. So each yeah, game. This match can, sucks, so we can go watch this right. match. You know? And you catch one halfway through, and then the next one's about to start after this one. And it's that's the best day, one right. of the best days in sports. Totally. Everybody everybody talks about, oh, what are the best days in sports? One of them is is the first couple of days, the first rounds. Right. The first round total of, of the NCAA tournament. I agree. And it would be like that. We'd right. be why, And it would be. You know, if you had two different hemispheres, you have different time zones. So, you know, we might have to get up at five in the morning for the far the other one, <laughs> right? But the other one's prime time for us, or, or well, whatever. That could be perfect because right when that one's ending, this one could be starting. And guess what? The U.S. might be playing in the other one, right? That but, could be a twenty-four hour cycle instead of basketball, which is a twelve or fourteen hour. But the other side of that is we're going to watch the other half, right? We're going to watch it, yeah, because it's all happening because. It's happening at the same time, so it's still even if it's not the same time on the clock. Right, it's happening. You know, they're contemporary matches, even though it's twelve hours apart or whatever. So the same tournament is still going on. So we're watching the tournament the USA is playing, even if their match isn't on yet or whatever. God, just give me the keys and I'll (laughs) drive it down the street just like it should be. That's one thing about that tennis is terrible at, except in Grand Slams, is when there's multiple matches going on. They don't tell you anything about the other matches. Like Grand Slams, they'll show every match score at the bottom of the screen. It's great. Yeah. But during, like, Cincy, for example, you had four or five courts going. They should have a ticker at the top saying, okay, this match is 5-4 right. in the second. Like football. You always, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't understand why they every, can't do that. Every now and again, they do the old dual screen business. Right. Um, which I hate, by Which the way. is not good. Uh, Unless you have a 40 <laughs> fit, you know, 55-foot, right. not inch, foot TV. <laughs> It doesn't yeah, matter. Then you can't watch either match basically once they do. Yeah, that. yeah. I'm, I'm standing all up, my face right up against the TV, trying to see what the hell's going on. And I get that you know you don't have multiple channels necessarily, but people that are interested at least might be watching just to see. Okay, well I can see what the score is on that, and maybe they'll go to it eventually. Yeah, but yeah, I don't. Incidentally, um, in my opinion, Tennis Channel Plus is a dud because you don't. It should. There should be an opportunity to watch every single match during a tournament, and so, that's not the case. So I'm sure you're not going to get in trouble for this, but you let me log in for you when I was out of town. Right. They're going to suspend your account because nobody get, does that. I'm not getting it back, uh, so I don't care. And I was shocked at how little was on there. Yeah. Like I The way they advertise it, I thought any match – of the tournament, any tournament I could watch. Basically, any tennis right. match for the year right. that I wanted to watch would be on there. Yep. And the slams had basically nothing. Even though they have the rights to replay it every day, they had nothing. And even some of the regular tournaments, they're, they, they've got matches up there for like six months ago right. on the homepage. Right. And it's like, why would I care about watching that match? I can just look up the outcome and I don't need to watch it. Because what they did is they rolled it out, put a, put a button up there that said, pay here. <laughs> And then turn the lights off and close the door. Yeah. Say, good luck. <laughs> good luck with your two courts. Right. And matches from, you know, 1972. 
Yeah, so I can. Oh, watch, that would be good. Actually, <laughs> they have some of those. I can watch an ATP 250 and watch court two. <laughs> it's like really great. Right. I, I don't care about who's on court one, but I can watch court right. two. I mean, they here's they should be they they should be going to the USTA pro circuits and saying, hey, for a minimal amount, we want to buy the rights to every tournament yeah. under under a hundred k. Right. The challengers and below. Right. And whatever the equivalent is on the women's side. They should be, you know, give me something that's worth something. Right. You give me the option between a match that's on the main channel, which Serena's up, you know, well, no, it's not you, Serena, <laughs> which Hollop is up. Well, no, she doesn't always get up. You know, it's a foregone conclusion. So I switch over to Tennis Channel right. Plus and look at their one other option. Yeah. And it's a shitty match. Right. I might as well throw my phone in the garbage <laughs> or bootleg it somehow. Right. And w- meanwhile, they could have, you know, I, they just, we need to start a tennis Which TV again is why our website. Davis Cup idea is amazing because, okay, this match sucks. Well, there's eight other, seven other matchups going right. on right now. Davis Cup, time. Davis Cup TV, they have the rights. They could set up a website right. worldwide and make a fortune. Totally. Why does nobody listen to us? <laughs> well, they do, but nobody that. Even worse, I can tell you how this is going to go. They're going to have. Probably Federer and all Djokovic Murray all playing at the same exact time, so you can watch one of them. <laughs> Can't watch the other three, and then as soon as it's over, they're all four going to be over, and we've missed three of them. Well, and that's that's only if they all play. Well, yeah. But, I mean, if it was at the same venue, you solve that problem because they can't play at the same time. Right. They could just go match after match after match. Like a Grand Slam, you put the marquee matchups on the main court. Well, if you did, so, you, so round one would be – and by the way, for equal time, I think they should do what we're talking about with Fed Cup as well. And quite frankly, even go, let's get crazy. Let's get crazy and put them on the same sites. Right. So half the draw goes to the same yeah. place as the top half of the men, and bottom half goes to the bottom half. So you'd have eight teams, so four matches, and you could do that first round over two days. Right. And then at the other site, two rounds over two days done now you're down to i mean where would you would you ever would you come to the same site anytime before no you just play the whole half out right and then the in the bot the last two would meet yeah in a week the well, following I, weekend or something and i've got even a, a more nightmare scenario predict that it's serbia versus spain because mm-hmm. you're only playing two singles matches but it's not gonna be Djokovic at all it's gonna be Djokovic versus Verdasco and Nadal versus Troisky. <laughs> yeah. So that's the problem with not playing both players. Right. You don't even have the marquee players playing each other. Right. Because they're not going to, I mean, I don't know how that is probably randomly decided or right. however you fill out your lineup, but it should be that your top ranked player has to play the top ranked player from the other team. Well, you have, hmm, first, because yeah. you have to do a reverse singles. Right. No, they don't. They're not in this. What? Well, they are, but it's two different people because it's the same day. Oh, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So it's going to be. Those oh countries God. that have a great player mm. and another country that has a great player, they probably won't even play each other. Yeah, they should go straight off of ATP rankings right. and say your one player has to do this and your two player has to be – wow. Right. So this is a, this is going to be a shit show. <laughs> this is going to be a disaster. And as they're changing it, I'm totally against it. Right. They should do our format or do nothing. Yeah, because we're going to get worse matchups in this format than we got in the old format. Yeah. Now, maybe there is some stipulation about how you do your it's lineup. It's too radical. Or, but even, it's still not going to work because Murray right now, Edmund is ranked above Murray. So Murray would be their number two player if you go based on rankings. Well, and he should be probably. That's true. I mean, although he just lost to him, but whatever. But you, I mean, even going on rankings, you could still get those 
matchups that aren't worthwhile. Because some of these countries have some player that's 200 in the world you haven't heard of. Yeah. And he plays Federer, and then the other guy plays, you know, another guy we haven't heard of from Switzerland. Yeah. And we got two meaningless match or two uninteresting matches. Right. So, yeah, I think it's hopefully if they're not locked into this format for very long. <laughs> well, somebody need listen, if you're out there listening, call in. <laughs> Or I laugh at that every time. Or, or if you have the number, the direct number to Mister Davis E Cup, call him, <laughs> call him, and tell him he needs to listen to this podcast. Yeah. So you have sixteen teams, based on how the world group normally was determined. So right. if you lose in the first round, you got to dip down and play somebody, some random, you know, yeah, some some country that maybe Corey could play for, <laughs> and then you win and you're back in the world group. Done. And then in November, whenever, you have an, a 16-team bracket as normal, same format as normal. You have two singles right. where you play one and then two, and then you play reverse singles and a doubles in the middle of that. Right. And then we would have half the draw, the top half of the bracket in one venue hosting in one right. hemisphere, the bottom half in another hemisphere playing. And then you'd get down to whoever won that half a bracket each. Right. And then those two finalists would come to my school and play. <laughs> or wherever. Right. Yeah. Any city. You give them one travel day, you a big deal, which will hopefully be on or, Friday. Or more. Or yeah. more than that. Because, you know, you're talking about you got to get through three rounds. Right. So. So a minimum nine days, but you're going to take a day in between probably. Right. Uh, so twelve days. So yes, I don't care how long the damn thing lasts. Right. To be honest with you, I really don't. I don't. I think if it's that's the thing they don't realize. It's not the time commitment that was the issue. It's the fact that it was four separate weeks throughout the year. Right. It it could be a four week event right now. It might be great because it'd be four consecutive weeks. Right. No player can drop their whole schedule four times a year for right. a week. Right. So yeah. So you basically would play. You'd have eight teams. That's four matches in right. in the top half in. Let's just say it was hosted in Dallas. Right. So four teams or four matches. So you'd have the first match. You play that whole thing on the first day. Right. Well, the, the well our old format. The two you play singles, a singles yeah. and a singles, and then you'd play the next match, singles and singles. Right. And then the next day, doubles, 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 doubles. Or you could stagger them and do the bottom half plays their singles the second day or whatever you want to do it. No, you'd have to play, yeah. That way you wouldn't always be having only doubles on one day or only singles right. on one day. Yeah, that's true. Um, but either way, you could get it done in 10 days. You could be down to your final two teams in 10 days. Well, could you? Yeah, you could play four matches in yeah, one day. Right. So that means match A plays whatever. Right. Yeah, there you go. But, but yeah, it's just, and it would be so much easier to follow. It's all at one location. Easy to broadcast. You'd have two. You'd have to have two courts. Yeah, that's all you need is two right. courts. I'm trying to think of doing it on one court. You'd have to have two courts. Everything's hard court. Clay, kiss my ass. <laughs> Grass, kiss my well, ass. Well, it's perfect because you'd have two. You want two courts in case one matches a dud. Well, that too. Yeah. yeah. So, so the the top two in the bracket, that first match would be on court one. Right. The next one would be on court two. You'd play single singles on both. Right. And then the next day, you could start out with doubles, or you start out with single singles for one, you know, play right. both of those. And then, like you said, you could stagger, do the doubles and doubles of the next one. Right. And then if they're decided, you're done. Exactly. If not, you go to the third day. And I wouldn't be opposed, by the way, if they did 
singles, singles, doubles day one. If you got some dumbass that wants to play singles and doubles in both, good luck. You know what? Uh, I think you're right. Make it a two day because now they only do that because it's on a weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, if we're starting on point. a Monday, it doesn't that's a good matter. Point. Yeah, because you know what? Have a different doubles team. Right. And if you're too small to have three players, <laughs> you know, four players, you're probably not going to win the Davis Cup. Nor should you. Yeah. If your country is representative of two and then, good players. And then I say you have to place whoever's in your lineup who's going to play that match. They have to play in order. Right. So whoever the highest rank has to play the first match. Yeah. Whoever's the second highest has to play the second. And then you flip them on the next one, which right. will be whatever. Because those don't happen half the time anyway. Potentially won't. Don't save, the mar- don't save the marquee matches for the second day when they don't even, maybe right. don't even happen. Right. The best match should be the first match. Right. Yeah, so I, I think you're right. Single, singles, doubles, and then if you need that second day, then yeah, I mean it'd be a long day because if you yeah, that would be three three out of five set matches consecutively, which would be tough. I mean, not I mean time wise, it'd be tough. Right. Not tough for for the for the because it'd be different players. Yeah, but, um, but still, I think I mean you got twelve hours if you started. You know, oh, what the hell? Four courts. Let's do it. <laughs> I think the more tennis going on at the same time, the better. I agree. Because why couldn't you do it at a venue like right now, like in Cincy? You right. know you know what happens at Cincinnati when the tournament's not going on? <laughs> they have played tennis matches. Nothing. Oh, well, yeah. that Nothing. <laughs> we hosted NCAAs there one year, which is in May. Mid- and it was empty. <laughs> May. And it was weeds growing, it's trash. <laughs> they, they did nothing. I don't blame them. Right. I'm just saying it's all locked up. I, you know, right. maybe they do something, but they sure as hell don't do a lot because yeah. it was a ghost town, and it looked like it had been a ghost town. Right. So you find a venue like that, they can make some revenue uh, and really help that facility in that area out, wherever, whether it's here or the Czech Republic right. or, or that's only two countries I know. <laughs> um, well, every country's got a big tennis venue. Four courts. Yeah. And then you play all four matches over three days. Right. And then you're done. Yeah. And then you're done, and you can go from, you know, you go Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or travel day. You get there, you practice on Thursday, and you start Friday, Saturday, Sunday for the finals. Right. Done. Yeah. Two weekends. And, Why am I the greatest ever? Well, and it's like you said, you, then you got the NCAA vibe, which is each match, you know, is a little bit staggered in time. Right. So you've got... You know when to tune in. You know what right. So Federer's up. You know six two. You know five one. Right. You can be like, okay. Well, let's go. You know, watch yeah. whatever other country France play. Put it on Tennis Channel, ESPN two, and BN whatever you want. You know, and and then you've got channels I, to choose from. I, I mean, and here's the thing: is the Davis Cup, the ITF, who's in charge of it? I mean, I think they have a little swag here a little sway because they also own the four grand slams right so they're coming to the u.s and saying hey here's what we're going to do we're going to you know we're going to sell you a portion of the rights right and it will be you know you will have the bracket you have match you know team a and b right if it, it luck of the draw so you'll be line one versus right. line two BN will be three, four. Right. You know, ESPN two will be, or whoever, you know, Tennis Channel will be, you know, the other one, and whoever the hell else, NBC. Right. Regular NBC or yeah. NBC Sports or either whatever Fox. Whatever they want. Whoever the hell, Fox Sports, in the honor of our yeah. former guest <laughs> who I don't even want to mention her name because she's a Djokovic fan. fanatic. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah. So that's how we could do it. Four courts at some venue. Everybody, you know, it could you know be hosted wherever. Right. All these places that have tournaments, 
hardcore tournaments, you yeah. can do it. Oh, and it would be just so much, be easy, so much easier to follow. Done. Hey, Dr. Davis, <laughs> Davis Cup, call in because you're an idiot yeah, and you need our advice. We've got it solved for the future. Why not? Because then all you're changing is the schedule. Right. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And, you know, if people decide to play the Labor Cup instead of this, so be it. Right. So be it. You're missing out. Yeah. Well, but if if – if they did it, not sounding egotistical, but if they did it the way we said, they wouldn't choose because it'd be a multi-billion-dollar event. Exactly, it would be, it would be amazing. Exactly, the players could get paid per round, you know, some exorbitant amount. And God, I wish we had power <laughs> and influence. <laughs> Somebody listening has to surely. Mark Cuban, I know you're out there listening. I know it. I know you're listening. You're a billionaire, and you live in DFW. Help us change Davis Cup to the way it should be. Oh, unbelievable. Yeah, that's what happened. Somebody, a group of people got in a boardroom and started throwing out ideas, which created small problems, so right. then they fixed it with one thing, but then another problem, so they added another thing to fix that thing, right. and it just turned into this circus. <laughs> now it now it's MTV Rock and Jock. <laughs> that's what it is now. That's what it is. Well, and it's yeah, stipulation number one. Well, if this team loses, but they win, and they're still in the tournament. This team won last year. But, but if not they're down year. match point in the fifth match, <laughs> they can back up to the very back fence, and if they hit an ace, they win the whole match <laughs> onto the final right. automatically. Exactly, it's like a fifty-point half-court shot. <laughs> you know what? Let's. I thought change my mind. Let's just do it all in one day. Eighteen teams. <laughs> let's just get it one point. Yeah, let's make it like a lock-in. Twenty-four hours, nobody leaves <laughs> until it's over, uh, and we'll put it on BN. You know, it's one perfect. point, right. one point tournament, <laughs> one point tournament with your offhand. Yeah, like you that. have to play left-handed if you're righty. One court. All the everybody's on one court. Oh my just god! Waiting. Yeah, there's stations on each court with each country. We've got a chance. Yeah. We've got a chance, <laughs> and it's with the ladies. Okay. Fed Cup. We still have a chance. So let's get into uh, let's get into some ladies. That didn't sound right. <laughs> let's talk about the ladies <laughs> when we come back. <laughs> It's time to join the revolution. Go to our website, tennisrevolutionpodcast.com to get the latest episodes, email us your questions and comments, or give us show ideas. All right, we're back. We're, we've been laughing the entire break. That was not planned, obviously, as nothing. It's going to be our new tagline. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh god, they thought we were sexing before. Holy <laughs> hell. Uh so they've ruined Davis Cup. So the only thing we have left is Fed Cup. And here's the chance. Here is the chance for Billie Jean King, Venus Williams, and Andy Murray to come together <laughs> <laughs> and prove once and for all that women's tennis is the king of tennis. I don't know. Yeah. It's the most important and most popular one. If they did our format for Fed Cup, yeah. so they do this idiotic Davis Cup format, right? and then do what we suggest, but do it for Fed Cup instead, guess what's going to happen? Yes, you're right. <laughs> Fed Cup is going to blow past Davis Cup in popularity. They're do- playing this damn circus show on the right. men's side, and we're actually, we've formed the World Cup of Tennis, essentially, right. on the women's side, and nobody will care. Well, I know you don't agree with me on this, but I would be totally fine with 
Davis Fed Cup as a combined event. You mean scoring together? No. Well, I I even I had I started to say that, but I'm not saying that. But I mean, we already have Hopman Cup. Isn't that enough? I mean, combined in terms of the same venue, right? Like a Grand Slam, look, exactly. Because I mean, to me, that is part of the appeal of a Grand Slam. So we slam. need eight courts. You son of a bitch. <laughs> well, they could do it the way the Rogers Cup did, which is one venue in you know down the one street, part of the country, and another venue in another part of the country. Or do it four different venues, but have it as one big yeah. conglomeration. They right. don't have to be near each other. Yeah, yeah they didn't so sell out four. Dallas venues. could be Fed Cup. Top half, and right. you know, Rio, Rio could be the Davis Cup bottom half. Yeah, and, and then you keep your home and away, and maybe you make it regional like they do, like they supposedly do in NCAA, although they really don't. But yeah, but you have the U.S. team plays, you know, in America, and you've got a South American team that can play in Rio. And Whoever the top seed in that quarter, or that half, or something, whatever. Right. I maybe you could yeah. make it interesting enough where people are going to go as long as they don't turn the women's into a circus, <laughs> because the Davis Cup, the changes you mentioned are a circus, right? And one advantage we have also is we have two out of three, which is going to be theoretically shorter. Right. And so you can fit. So really, forget putting them together. I'd rather just them listen to me on the Davis well, yeah, Cup, listen course. to us on the Davis Cup, and do it right, and it'll be better. Right. And then problem solved. That's a chance. I mean, that's a chance. The women should rise up and say, hey, Dr. Davis. <laughs> I don't know who's in charge of the Davis Cup. <laughs> oh, Haggerty, that jack wagon. Yeah. Uh, who I think it was embroiled in some gambling scandals or, or taking money from Vegas or I, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, I have no research on that, really. So I don't. <laughs> allegedly. Speculate. Allegedly. Yeah. Um, but uh, the women's uh, player, the women's league, I, I don't know what they. They're not really connected, but they are because they're still the ones that make the you know calls. But right. all the players on the WTA should should rise up, yeah, and say, "Hey, listen to listen to Coach and Corey. They got it right. Let's do what they said." And because that's an opportunity to really separate themselves. And when they're kicking the shit out of the Davis Cup ratings, <laughs> I don't want to hear them bitch if the men's team. Why didn't they include us? Right. Well, how come they didn't include uh, the men? <laughs> <laughs> nah, sorry. Well, that was... And to me, one of the, the first things you look for in any competitive event is simplicity in terms of, you know, how to follow something. And that's another reason I hate world team tennis. It's, you know, Philadelphia versus Dallas today. And then tomorrow it's Philadelphia no, no, versus uh, Dallas. I'm like, didn't y'all just play? No, no. Dallas's team went out of business. Yeah, I know. Uh, they, well, they all have. Yeah, mostly. But but it's like there are I need to be able to follow what we're trying to do. World Cup's race early. There are already for the casual fan some obstacles in terms of watching tennis because of the scoring system and deuce and all right. this stuff. So just just that alone is like enough for us to deal with. Let's just let's just spend our resources educating people on that and get them to the TV with a big event. Let's not have this ridiculous. MTV, you know, right. slam and jam. I don't know. What would you call it <laughs> well, for tennis? Because now what's going to happen is I'm going to be watching and I'm going to say, okay, if if uh, if Isner wins you know, 12 games in this match, then we qualify. If he wins 11, well, then we got to calculate the, you know, it's like, how about we just, the winner moves on, the loser's out. Very simple. Right. Yeah, I, don't need exactly. to, I need to do calculation. Well, I got to wait till this match is done to see who won the most games. Right. And then, or whoever, who won last year gets to advance. It's, Why it's, don't we just play on a multicolored court at the same time? <laughs> oh, wait, sorry. Sorry, we already did that in World Team Tennis. Um, yeah, yeah, let's combine. Okay, new solution. So, let's combine World Team Tennis, Fed Cup, and Davis Cup. No, no, no. One. No, Fed Cup is pure. We're on the women's segment okay. here, Corey. <laughs> women's is pure. It We're keeping that pure. Yet. No, no, no. Yeah, World Team Tennis 
and Davis Cup can go off and have <laughs> have the coach be able to throw a flag with streamers on it to challenge. And I think the, you know if a player does a cartwheel during a serve, it's yeah. an automatic win. I, you know, no, no, no. Let the purity of Fed Cup will remain. Yes, good. Same format. Except we got to get rid of this middle double. Put the doubles in the middle. When do like I said, do two day singles, singles, doubles day one, singles, and then singles, singles day singles. two. No, no, no. We could do if we had four courts. Well, yeah, we could do three days. It's fine. Well, no, but I'm just saying because it does. It does. If you have a Kim Clijsters just in an Arden situation, you have a real shot to win, and you don't want to just. That's true. Murder them because they have to play doubles, but what, too. What consistently irritates me about Fed Cup and Davis Cup is that we all year long, we see that doubles, they show us that doubles sucks and means nothing. And then all of a sudden you get in the biggest team event and doubles all day is only doubles. So you've made us all not care about doubles all year long, but then on that one day you expect us to tune in and care about doubles. And it's huge. Right. For the outcome of that match. Yeah. So that's what irritates me. If I'm, I love doubles and I do like to watch it. Right. But you've driven away all the fans of doubles because you've driven away all the players. Right. And so then to only have doubles on a day, I think you're going to lose people, yeah. lose fans. Right. But if we do the alternating day thing, that could work too. Yeah. I mean, so it would anyway. have to be only doubles on one day. Yeah. 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 You could have. Well, we'll see. Who knows? But the point being is, you could definitely figure out a way if you just had four. Four matches at one venue and right. four matches at another. You can get that done in three days. Yeah, and then travel. You got plenty of time to travel. Right. Um, so yeah, so Fed Cup, you have a chance, ladies. You have a chance. Y'all gather together and give them our email address: <laughs> tennisrevolutionpodcast at gmail dot com. And if they have questions, they can either listen to this episode or we'll talk to them directly. It's up to you. Yes. Um. Anyway, so. But yeah, I'm disappointed. But but Fed Cup is not. They haven't really talked about changing anything that I've heard. Yeah, which is weird. Um, I wonder how much how much it's coming from the players. Like, why did why did this whole thing start? Well, maybe they're actually sensible and they're saying, let's wait and see how this Davis Cup thing goes. <laughs> let's see this debacle and then unfold. Maybe parts of it will be good. And well, the ITF. I mean, the ITF is still the ITF. It's the same. They control both. Yeah. But maybe the players have say, and maybe the women didn't really. You know, say, hey, this is a problem. We need well, to do I think something. Maybe because it's not that three out of five taxing. Like the women are used to playing every week anyway. And more women, I think, it seems to me, I could be wrong, but maybe I'm American centric and, and I'm watching more of that, but it seems like the best women play more than the men. Right. And I was shocked looking at next week, they were projecting the tournament, uh, Winston Salem, and all the same women that are played in this are playing again. I'm like, do they ever, is there every week they don't play? Right. I mean, they were Halep's already playing, and she looked exhausted today in the final. Yeah, that wasn't good. And she's playing again. That, by the way, have you ever seen her like that? That was not a choke, in my opinion. That was just, right. just, right. she just hit the wall and she was done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a difference. There's definitely a difference. Cahill sure. came on coached her, and after he coached her, she lost eight points in a row. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which did kind of make me chuckle, but, but I think she was just done. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the fact that she hit a tweener, to me, told me she was done. Well, that's what happens when you play three out of five. Oh, wait, they don't. They don't. <laughs> but they want to. Right. They should. Well, she would have come back and won the fourth and fifth, I'm oh, sure. Oh, yeah, easily. Um, yeah, because the other person would have died. Right. Mert- Mertens or whatever. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, it was it was really weird to see that from her, because that I have not seen. Right. She, she just looked uh, like she was done. And then when I saw she was signed up for the tournament next week, I was like, really? 
Well, um, she didn't sign up like right, right before the finals. <laughs> I know. Like, hey, hold on, hold on, Kiki. I'm uh, I'll be out there in a minute to warm up. Let me fill out my form. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on my laptop. She's gonna withdraw right after this episode, like Nadal did last week. She better not. <laughs> she better not. So it's New Haven, by the way, you jackass. I think the men's is Winston yes, Salem. Is. That's the the because uh, they're two they're two different locations, right? It's not the same tournament. What Winston Salem and New Haven? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Conne- one of them is the Connecticut Open. They call it now, apparently. Which I guess maybe that's the men's yeah. one. No, that's the women. Okay. Oh so my the, God. <laughs> so the women is the Connecticut Open, but that's not what it used to be called. No, it used to be just called New Haven. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I guess they're calling it the Connecticut Open now to make it uh, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, it's not. I mean, listen, it's not a <laughs> high level. Well, I know that's it's why I was kind of shocked how many of the top players were playing just on the men into, no like, not on the men no in the women's they, yeah, the oh, top yeah, yeah, men yeah. never do no 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 the, but that's the, what surprised me the top men don't play the two seed the is uh the two seed on the men is pablo carina busta <laughs> give me <laughs> an idea and i was asking someone today what happened to him <laughs> there you go he was waiting he was hiding <laughs> in the weeds waiting for winston US Open semifinalist last holy year holy hell so i mean she's going to completely disappear after the open <laughs> exactly he's going to lose all those points yeah no no, no. so Halep, she's already won against by <laughs> uh, but I mean, not every single body played. But yeah, there's a, there's a bunch for sure. No, Serena, right? Who? <laughs> she still playing? I don't think she. Her ranking wasn't high. Ash Barty's out already. She pulled out. Yeah, they were saying Burton's took her spot. I think in the seating. Um, yeah, she moved up. Well, no, she's still at seventh spot. But whatever. Yeah, because a wild card slid in because the draws aren't right. done. So hey, Daniel Collins, wild card. Coco Vandeweghe, wild card. Well, Coco, that just must be because she signed up late. Yeah. That annoys me, by the way. You can, we don't need to get into that now, but I know you used to run pro tournaments, so you know how that works. But it always annoys me when somebody's a wild card, but they should be seated. I don't understand why they can't just change the numbers at the last. I guess, I don't know. I don't understand the reason behind that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, as a tournament director, I want every single best player right. to get in. But you wouldn't want a wild card to come in an hour before and play the number two seed. Yeah, that didn't happen. Uh, okay, so they do stop that somehow. I don't know. They just don't give them the seat. It's been a while, so I don't know. <laughs> and I didn't run a tournament that big, but yeah, I don't know that Coco would be seated right now. Where is she at? She might not. So anyway, so yeah, so that, that final, uh, and again, the final is not the only thing that matters, of course, as we sort of alluded to last week, but um, looking at all of the ma- all the matches on the women, because so, again, who cares about the men? We're talking about the women now. <laughs> Please, let's not... Please, let's not talk about men on this one. We, we always do that. <laughs> well, it was nice to see women's tennis on a channel I could watch. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think soccer started. So, like, for <laughs> real, for real, like, it's real, you know, like, the the NFL season of soccer has right. started at every level. So, I think BN's kind of taken up now because that's what they really right. care about. They don't care about tennis. No, they need something to fill when soccer's not going on. But, yeah, yeah I think, you know, I got to see – I never saw any of the marquee, when I say marquee players, I mean just the big name. I never saw Serena or Sharapova or even Azarenka during the week, but I'm assuming they all either just lost early. Yeah. Yep. I mean. Even Venus I never saw. So I kept seeing good good players, but not like the players that typically draw in the fans. Yeah. So in, in, incidentally, um, I don't want to be an asshole. <laughs> I mean, I do, but I don't. But. I'm not rubbing anybody's face in it, but clearly Serena shouldn't have been seated one 
at right. any tournament after her comeback. Right. Uh, uh, clearly. <laughs> so maybe, you jackasses, just maybe Andy Murray and all his crew, maybe you woke sons of bitches, maybe the tournament made the right decision on trying to do what's best for not just one woman, right. but every other of the 127 women that are in a draw. Yeah. Maybe that's actually more important. Maybe that shows more of an appreciation for women's tennis than trying to say, oh, well, the one woman, the only woman that matters to you yeah, should get whatever treatment you think she should get. Meanwhile, who the hell cares about the other 127? Well, and it's in, it's in, we didn't talk about this ever, I don't think, but it's kind of insulting to the other 127 women that we're saying this woman who hadn't played for over a year is still better than all of you. <laughs> well, and, uh, I, and you know what? You can if you think so. Right. But how do you know? Yeah. I mean, she had so many false starts and, and whatever else prior to, and then whatever. So I, it's just funny that nobody's tweeted about a damn thing about right. that issue anymore. Yeah. And I haven't heard about the rule. I haven't heard about anything. And Boy, I don't know where. Well, now, you know what? The funny thing is the punk-ass UTA, USTA, you punks <laughs> they came out so early well we're, we're gonna and i think andy murray was speaking for them. well we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna we make sure we're gonna have a policy that right. reflects on <laughs> the pregnancy you know his pregnancy not an injury is that enough you <laughs> yeah. keep going i mean you're not, if you actually read that policy it, it said nothing it basically said we're going to factor that in. It didn't say right. We're going to give them the same ranking. We're going to. It just basically said but my, before you criticize us, we're going to do something. That's my point. They're a bunch of punks. Yeah. They should have said, "Hey, here's what seedings are, and we will do our very, very best to be as accurate as possible for someone who will have limited right evidence, limited results since the past whatever to see where she's at. And because if I'm running a tournament, I'm going to say I'm going to take. All 64, or whatever size tournament it is, right. I'm going to take all 64 players that enter into the draw, and then I will seed them accordingly. Yeah. And it is way more difficult with Serena, obviously, because she is the best player ever. Yeah. Like 10 minutes ago, she was the best player ever. <laughs> she has a baby, has complications. Female, female player. Ooh. <laughs> oh, um, yeah baby <laughs> we've been recording a while me. you're getting salty um but no if i had a slam again never will never happen but they should i would see 31 people and then i would have one spot open for whatever miscellaneous circumstance i want i could put the number 32 person there if i want to i could put serena there if i want to but you know you can't just supplant someone that's earned their spot in the top 32 oh, for by the way, some random reason how about you'd have 15 well, I know that's 16. what it's going to be now. Yeah, so it gets even really it gets even crazier because if you're bitching that Serena's not one of the top sixteen, right? Like la, you know the last, then you're out of your mind, right? Now she may be in six months, but right. whatever. But it's not six months from now; it's now. And so she hasn't even made the round of sixteen in a tournament. This is why. This is why none of this bullshit, none of this social bullshit, the social justice bullshit matters right. in sports. Because, God damn it, you got to win. Right. That's what it's about. It's an objective system for a reason. They don't yes, want every tournament just picking who they want. Exactly. Because then they just pick the most popular players to see them 1-16 to 16 every time. Exactly. By the way, here's another example. I remember a while back, you might remember, we talked about this, there was a Canadian number two who became the Canadian number one because Eugenie Bouchard fell off a cliff. Right. The problem is the Canadian number one was in the 300s <laughs> in the world or some shit. Right. 
and we didn't say a word about her. Yeah. And she came out and said it was because everybody's racist in Canada. Right. Now, I don't know. There's a lot of white people in Canada, I guess. I'm assuming. <laughs> I don't know. But <laughs> from what I understand. Is. Okay. <laughs> so, and you were the whitest one there when you were there. <laughs> <laughs> That's not saying much. So, so, we didn't say one word about her. Right. Well, I've got proof it wasn't racism. That young fella, Felix Auger Asimene, yeah, yeah. he's whatever, and we're talking about him. So right. it's not racist, because he's black, by the way. Yeah. But he's male, so I guess it's now sexist. <laughs> Can we retroactively say right. it was sexist? Well, it can't be sexist, because we pa- talked about Eugenie right. uh, at some point when she was a Canadian number one. So I don't know what it is, Corey. It's got to be something, though. Right. It it's, can't be just because that she's not that good. It's got to end with an IST, and it's got to be something. <laughs> Maybe it's... Oh, I know what it is. Abilityist. <laughs> it's tennis abilityist. Right. Well, and I think that, you know, to tie it back to the Serena thing, why does the controversy have to be that they were cheating Serena? They, that, if you want, want the seating system to change, that's fine. Nobody was campaigning for that. They were saying Serena should be seated. You right. should have been campaigning for the seating system needs to be changed. Fighting for all pregnant then, players right, across the world. So that... Sh- that they just misconstrued the issue and i'm sure there were people that said it was because of race or because you know she was pregnant or because whatever yeah whatever how about just saying the seating system should be changed it shouldn't be based purely on ranking which it basically is right because all i care about is just just playing tennis yeah just just playing tennis we don't talk a lot about any of that pop culture right side of the professional athletes mainly because I don't care. Right. But I don't care mainly because I don't know any of them. <laughs> I don't know any of them. Right. I know when they're playing. I know that they are tennis players on right. TV. I don't know them as people. Yeah. And even if I knew one or two of them as people, I don't know them. No, I'm not in their inner circle. I don't give a shit what they watch on TV. <laughs> I don't care what their child's name is. Good. I hope they're happy and healthy and have a good life. Right. But- I'm interested in what they're doing on the court. This is this is our sport, you know. This, we're in this industry, and and we're also fans, right? And, and that's the extent of it. So anything that you misconstrue us saying here, you're out of your mind. You're <laughs> well, incorrect. And I'll give you an example. Uh, I was hitting with a guy today, and what? we were, we were a about, guy <laughs> racist, sexist, and pig. we were about done, and he threw his racket and hit the back fence. And right about that time, the guy I was teaching after him walked up, and I, you know, after coming, I said, "Hey, this is so and so. You know, I wanted you guys to meet. Uh, maybe you can play sometime." And the guy said, "Oh, I'm sorry. I was a total, you know, jerk, and I was unsportsmanlike." And I said, "Nothing you did there was indicative of your personality." I said, "I've never once judged somebody for throwing a racket." Or I said, "To me, it's about well, well but here's what I'm saying. I'm saying that is different than you know saying something." Like Fonini saying something about oh, being gay you. I or got you. I got you. being rude to your opponent or arguing with a chair umpire. Those are those are doing something to someone else. Throwing your racket. It's I, within the context. you're pissed off. Like it's within the context of, although it is not appropriate, it's right. within the context of the sport. Yeah. Like fighting in hockey. Right. If you, if you drop the gloves and I drop the gloves in a hockey game yeah. and we fight, that has nothing to do with that if we are at a bar fighting each other, it's different. Yeah. So yeah. what I mean is I wouldn't expect because I saw somebody break a tennis racket on the court that if I meet him, he's going to be a total asshole. Like to me, that's right. not related. Right. Road rage, every walking rage every day, <laughs> just throwing stuff. So I think that that we see like these knee jerk reactions to everything 
that people and, see. And we have no idea. No. No idea. We see... Federer could be the biggest jerk of everybody on the tour. Right. He could beat Fonini his wife. Fonini could be the nicest. Beat his kids. Fonini and, could donate a million dollars a year to charity. No, for, no. He's an idiot. Have you? <laughs> did you see that hair situation? No, he's an idiot. Well, he's also been in trouble for th- doing things. But, right. but what I'm saying is I'm not going to base my judgment of their personality on a two-hour tennis match. Well, and guess what? If we did, guess what? Serena be in that mix because she threatened to murder... Right. Yeah, a chair, uh, a lines person by shoving a ball down their throat. Yeah, so, I'm not trying to act like I'm, you know, impervious to what I see. You're perfect. You're perfect. I do not like Serena because of some of the things I've seen on the court. So I mean, I, I it does all tie in. But for her, the what I don't like about her is more about how she kind of demeans her opponent after after the matches. And like I said, that's disrespectful to the people she plays. Right. Well, I don't know about all that. You're on the limb on your own <laughs> on that one. But my point is, is I don't disregard her as a as a person because she threatened to murder. Well, no. wait a second. <laughs> she actually threatened to murder somebody. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's but that's but me, it's that's a bad what... line call. So is it self defense? Maybe <laughs> in the context of tennis. Well, and you see, McEnroe looks like when he's commentating, he looks like the nicest, most mild mannered guy. What I'm saying is we don't know what is an act and what isn't. Yeah. So yeah. don't try. Yeah. Like if you met somebody, like you said, met somebody in bar and he was a total jerk, okay, then you can bash him online. Well, here's what, what also matters is that there, we're only judging what we see in that tiny sliver. So their actions are coming out of that tiny sliver of their whole life. And... It's only the sliver of what they're dealing with in their whole life. You know, right. wow, they dealt with a bad call terribly, but yeah. who knows what they're dealing with? I mean, I'm defending Serena. I mean, before something somewhere, she found out that the the guy that murdered her sister got paroled. Right. I well, didn't know that until after the fact. Right. And so I'm looking at a small sliver of her life on a court or during a tournament. It doesn't go well. And then you find that out. And that's just one small example. And that's the worst example because everybody probably knows a lot more about Serena's life because she's such a huge celebrity compared to, you know, even Hollop or somebody. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah, when whatever you said. For you, when I'm down when I'm down 6-2-5-1 in an important match, I don't like myself either. <laughs> so when, that's the, <laughs> what, when you got to watch somebody. We need to have a talk after the podcast. <laughs> we need to work through but some things. When you watch somebody in that high-stress situation – you're not seeing the actual personality. Right. Some people would say, well, you're seeing them, but they're actual, they're showing their they're true revealing. self. And it's like, well, no, because, you know, when they're winning, they're smiling and happy. When they're losing, they're angry. So, I mean, one of them's got to be their true self. Right. Right. Or neither of them. Who knows? I or mean, neither of them. Or that's their true self within the confines yeah. of a tennis match. And that day. Or that day, but within the confines of a tennis match. Right. If they make a big deal or lose a big deal in business, they might handle it completely different. Right. So, anyway. All right. So, uh, we didn't talk a whole hell of a lot about women's tennis during the women's <laughs> segment. I tried. Well, the good news is we only have women's tennis next week. So, we have a talk about that when we preview the U.S. Open. Yeah, that's true. Oh, baby, the U.S. Open. Thank goodness, New Haven and Winston-Salem because they're big. Do you see no, any? <laughs> do you see any player, male or female, that hasn't been in the mix, and I count Serena as not being in the mix, for the last month having a chance at the Open. It's a week early for that. I know, but that's just a little taste. Oh, <laughs> teaser. That was the old week-long tease. I like it. 
Well, if they uh, if they don't shut us down after this episode, they <laughs> never will. Uh, so sadly, <laughs> yeah, please put us out of our misery. So anyway, um, I think we solved nothing. Um, no, but, we solved Davis Cup for twenty twenty five and Fed set. Cup. I told yeah. you Fed Cup both. So anyway, all right. Well, anything else? That's it. Good job. Uh, check out everything you're supposed to check out. You know what you're supposed to do. All the social media stuff. The Instagram. I don't even remember what that is. <laughs> tennis uh, Revolution Pod. Tennis at Tennis Revolution, and it is at at Tennis Revolution Pod on Instagram. Um, tennis Rev Pod, or just Tennis Rev. I thought it was Tennis Rev Pod at Twitter. Damn it! <laughs> Coming from the person who doesn't have a Twitter or Am an Instagram, the, I'm the absolute worst. We've got to we've got to have a hundred ninety two. Oh, oh, Golly, come on! <laughs> Eight more people. Get your shit together out there. Oh, I unbelievable! Think hit, I think we're hitting that next week. It's going to be close. I think with that emphatic yeah on this controversial episode, <laughs> you know, controversy always bring you know. Um. So yeah. So tennis. Um. The actual word tennis, not that dumb number letter concoction that i tried to come up with and it's tennis revolution uh no it's tennis rev pod so on twitter at tennis rev pod tennis rev pod god i should be better at this forget the email forget the website just let it go just follow one of those two and you'll get links to stuff and go to facebook tennis revolution podcast um fan page i don't even know how any of that works but i've got like a lot of like follower things that like it or whatever you call it is that right did that sound right it was close enough it was close enough so um and hey we're still looking for professional tennis players uh to follow us if you are struggling in the rankings right now maybe you're having babies and not getting properly seated i think we can help there too and it's all stemming from following us on twitter that'll do it that'll change the trajectory of your career you all right you awake? <laughs> I'm good. All right. So, uh, yeah, so do all those things. And for the love of Pete, spread the word. Maybe not this Maybe not this <laughs> controversial episode. Wait till next week. Wait till next week. We'll try to tone it down again. <laughs> we're for everything. Yes. No matter what we said, if we said it wrong, we're for everything. Get off my back, damn it. Oh, and I think, you know, we've talked about that enough where I think people know. We, we want tennis to be spread to every single yeah. background in the yes. world. That's our whole goal of the podcast. Well, America first. Yeah. Damn it. We need the help. <laughs> we suck. Right. So anyway, all right. So you got all that. Take that. Maybe keep this episode yeah, you know, a little in your back pocket. <laughs> keep it to yourself. Let's keep it, you know, private. <laughs> and then next week we'll get back to regular non-controversial episodes. U.S. And, Open uh, Preview, baby. Yeah, baby. U.S. Open Preview. The best Grand Slam of the foe. (laughs) All right. Ryan Harrison all the way. Oh, no. (laughs) That'll be it. You gave it away. We're going to cancel next week's podcast. That's all it is. He's he's winning both men and women. Yeah. All right. Well, until next time, thanks for joining the revolution. Bye, guys. I don't mean any of it.